0: Welcome to Conversations About Integrity. This is Aninha and I'm happy to present the first episode of 2019 to you um, where I'm speaking to James Schaefer in New York City. Enjoy! And I am today excited to talk to James Schaefer, my friend from New York who is Well, we actually met in the context of peace education and youth work in 2003 in Denmark for the first time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then since then, we've met many times. Today, James is a co-founder of the Advocacy Institute, which aims to help grassroots organizations win policy campaigns in New York through providing trainings and tools he is driven by a love of data spreadsheets and infographics and has a background in popular education he has organized within movements for migrant justice domestic workers rights and
2: and other things
0: other things (laughs) um And he's done a lot of other things as well. Also, he is a student of karate and Aikido and somatics and a graduate of college. And he lives with two wonderful humans and two wonderful cats. And I really love this very whole introduction of you. (laughs) If there's anything that you would like to add in person, um, you're also welcome to do that.
2: Thank you. I'm just delighted to be having this conversation with you.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple of questions that I like to ask in all of these conversations. And I also am happy to really have this be a conversation. So if you have questions or if you want to just go, uh, like, w- wander off the question that I initially asked, then that's also okay. Of course um and i'm curious i start with the question of what is your if you have uh one uh, your definition of what integrity means for you
2: yeah i usually think of integrity as meaning um y- uh, your words match your actions uh mm-hmm. perhaps perhaps not just explicitly words, but like the things you communicate, the, the things you reasonably set the world to expect from you, you like consistently stay committed to deliver on.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you have a physical sensation of what integrity means for you. So, like, besides this beautiful abstract uh, idea of it, what? Mm-hmm. How do you know either what integrity, like, to, that you have integrity, like the sensation of it being there, or also when it's off, when there's something mm-hmm. that's missing for yourself or in other people? I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think I the first thing I think of when you ask what it feels like is that I think it tends to feel very sort of long,
1: mm-hmm. sort of
2: like long top to bottom, you know, the sense that um, I can inhabit my whole spine, right, The mm-hmm. sort of uh, the opposite of integrity a little bit is in English, spine. you know, we might call someone spineless. Mm-hmm this is someone who really doesn't have integrity and i think that's not a coincidence
0: mhm mm-hmm. so it's <laughs> so it's both long and it's part like it's set together from many different parts
1: mhm
2: yeah i think so i i think integrity also for me, has the sense of like feeling right with myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, yeah, that that I think for me feels like a certain kind of physical ease that I can also feel in other places, like sort of like relaxed chest, the uh, sense of sort of not holding myself, right? Just kind of like, There's something very full, there's something very full about feeling in my integrity.
0: Hmm. Do you have, um, situation where like what I've been curious to explore a little bit with the people I've been talking to is the places where it's challenging to be in integrity Mm -hmm. because yeah, like it's. I find it's, it's, it seems a bit like we, in a way, this is what we are striving for or what we are trying to do, yeah, as humans, as like to stay in and like to live the life that we can, where we can stand behind what we're doing or what we're, mm-hmm. and yet there are sometimes either like dilemmas because we have two different needs or there are different people that we want to accommodate Mm -hmm. or that are even different ideas that might um, uh, somehow seem to clash or at least at the first level. Mm -hmm. And I find interesting to see like, where, where are those places of, negotiating integrity or finding out what does it actually mean in our everyday lives?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like where do you feel, okay, this sense of being able to stand behind your actions or with, with your words, like do as you say?
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest one for me is just like getting back to people on time. Like the thing that I, that maybe not the biggest thing, but the thing that sort of comes up the most that I feel the most often is like, Oh yeah, I borrowed a book from you and I said I'd get it back to you, but then I didn't. And then I feel, Oh shit, I didn't do it. And now I like kind of, I avoided your text for two days cause I haven't done the thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, like this kind of cycle, like, feel very familiar with, or like, mm-hmm. um, all, yeah, all sorts of sort of like not quite showing up and then feeling like, it's like now, now it feels harder to show up because I don't feel like I'm in my integrity and I can circle around that or like that can loop. And yeah, I think for me that tends to have, that tends to come up the most in like, sticking up with communication or um uh yeah or like a, a habit of maybe over committing to like volunteer commitments right like oh yeah, yeah yeah i can handle that whatever that that spreadsheet those outreach calls whatever and then it's like you know i shouldn't have done that and i don't know what to do like i'm just gonna hide like um that comes up a lot then i think there's like a another layer that's maybe like a little more like values-based or structural or political, which is, um, yeah, it's like, I, I spend a lot of time and energy trying to work in supporting and building broad based movements that are about shifting equity around racial lines and gender lines and changing how class oppression works and as um, yeah, a cis white man from an owning class family in, in the United States, like there's a, I think, many choices that I make about my time, about my leisure, about how I step into leadership or not, how I'm communicating. Um, feels like those things Reflect on my integrity around the commitments that I put out into the world around like what kind of world I'm working for, what kind of work I'm saying that I'm trying to do am i what choices are embodying that and what are not mm-hmm. and that also feels like fairly constant, albeit like at a different level, maybe um, and I think in a similar category, but you know. Uh, I think I've been thinking about this a lot too with like climate crisis Mm -hmm. have you seen this uh, Swedish teenager who just addressed the climate crisis in Poland
0: I didn't hear her speech yet but I, I read about her yeah
2: yeah I just watched her last I watched a speech of hers last night and it was devastating I mean it was just like the um the clarity with which she's saying things that we all know and are all a little too afraid to really stare at. Mm-hmm. Um, is intense.
0: Mm-hmm. So what do you do when this happens? When you feel this kind of intensity or like, what does it, yeah. How do you deal with this?
2: I, I think I'm still learning at this level. Like, Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's a lot of reflection. I try to have a pretty spacious like journaling practice and I try to meditate fairly regularly. Mm -hmm. I think it's, um, it's some sort of like macro questions about how am I setting up my life and what choice am I making? And do these feel like I don't know, aligned with yeah, blah, 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 blah. I can say all those things. At some level, in particular here, it feels like anything I could say is woefully inadequate because I'm only barely scratching the surface of like really letting myself feel how like how deeply we're all part of this. Uh, Yeah. It's just like on a scale that, I mean, a lot of it's on a scale that's like hard to internalize. So I don't know that I have good answers on what I do.
0: (laughs) 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 But you do survive, right? You do move on, you do live. And it's like, um, I've been thinking about this, um, a lot about this like now you've mentioned like really big many di- very big subjects in life
1: mm.
0: and small ones as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: and for me like it's i mean of course throughout these conversations now that i've had over the last couple of months it's become even more because every conversation brings up a different subject and it's like Okay, yes, I also agree with that. Or yes, also my values would support this. And I'm like, yeah. And then also I am a human, right? Like there's, there's I find this an interesting part in this, like trying to look at integrity or living a life that aims for integrity, like consciously to see, okay, how, how can I integrate this part that I cannot be perfect? Mm -hmm. Like, which are, which are, are, or like achieving all the things or taking care of all the Mm -hmm. subjects that I think I would deem valuable actually. Mm -hmm. Because I, I, I think also I mean to put ourselves down saying like oh shit everything's shit and we we're like yeah. we're not taking care enough is kind of also taking away energy from something else.
2: Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I don't Like I say, I don't totally know. (laughs) It seems like, (laughs) I think this is like a central quandary of my life. And I think, you know, I think that, so teachers of mine have have said to me that sort of over-accountability and under-accountability are the same thing.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Can you elaborate a little bit on that?
2: Sure. Like, um, uh... Mm, like, mm, that's a good example. Yeah, let's say your your really good friend. You know, I, oh, sorry, I'm having trouble coming with an example. There's so many <laughs> over people could be like. Uh, so I didn't return so and so's book, and then I'm feeling so bad about it, and I go like way out of my way to do Like, actually, I'm now having so so much emotional whatever that now that's also sort of like in the field that we have to navigate together. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like in some way I'm now, I like first didn't show up enough. Now I have so much emotion that now they may also need to take care of that for me. Uh mm -hmm. Uh huh. So like, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: yeah. So, so like, like in some of the somatics that I've studied, it's like under-accountability can often feel like a leaning back and over-accountability can often feel like a leaning in. Mm-hmm. And and both of them are not sort of like centered, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like it's a central question for me in practice and being like, how do I find center in the context of like living in New York and the sort of like heart of the, empire you know and like, uh, and like loving it here growing up here feeling a lot of commitment to this place and then um anyway i think one thing to do is to be really mindful of what we say about ourselves mm-hmm. you know i think that like one thing i think a lot about is sort of how much the cultural milieu that i've grown up in of sort of like generally progressive generally left of center white liberals in the u.s are really smug about how great they are you know and like really clear about like how how like good and committed they are to saving the world and i think in a lot of ways that smugness is like killing the world (laughs) you know like I, i i i i don't know what happens exactly when like like there's there's sort of like the demand for action on the one side that we're talking about. And I think you're rightfully pointing out, it's like, this is beyond the scope of like any human to show up in those ways. But I also feel like not so interested in throwing up my hands and being like, I don't know. I think something powerful happens when we really have a sense of owning like what is and isn't true about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, just because from a place of what is like, we have a lot more options to figure out what we want to do. So like, I think to really be in integrity with a lot of things that I want to be true about myself, I really have to change a lot of things in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think if I can be clear that that's true, then I can have an honest conversation about if I'm up for changing them.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Maybe in the other way, I'm not totally honest with myself. I'm not even having a conversation mm-hmm. about that, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, and this makes me think that I mean, it, for me at least, it could be like to say yes, I I see that this is a problem, and I'm I have no idea how to solve it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like be open about this. For me, it would also be for me it would feel being an integrity even though at the same time it's not <laughs> this is the like this is the weird thing <laughs> it's so paradoxical
2: <laughs> but, right but maybe that has to do with like integrity to what you know what i mean like I, like i i i often think so i've i've been privy to a couple of situations recently where um like a sort of like working environment really exploded with a lot of anger and people feeling sort of expectations of participation or non-hierarchy is not what happened and so and so sort of what had felt like semi-horizontal management and non-management like was just like this is a disaster. And I, and in thinking about those things and participating in some of them, a reflection I've had is that I think the biggest problem tend, I think the thing that makes things most explosive is, um, people's expectations being set somewhere and then having them not met, Mm -hmm. you know, it's part of what's so like scary about, um, the, the the sort of like creeping authoritarianism that we see in the U.S. and elsewhere is that people's expectations are just like slowly being set towards like lower and lower standards. And so they're not freaking out so much because they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm increasingly expecting this level of corruption oh. or whatever. So anyway, I don't know. Coming back to what you were saying about like this sort of is an integrity and not integrity, I I feel like what that resonates for me about is whether or not it's like I can say that these are the values I have, but maybe inside I actually hold some other values, right? Like maybe that's the place of integrity with oneself that I grapple with sometimes too is I'm like, this is what I feel inside, but this is what I think I'm up for. So that's what I'll speak out into the world. So maybe in that sense, my actions match what I'm saying. But then there's this like little voice in my heart that's like, Mm-mm. like actually, you wish you could be doing mm. else or like having a, enacting a different set of values or something. Mm. I don't know. Does that resonate?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Over the last 10 years, like doing this bodywork work, uh, stuff, I have, I, I, I've often thought about this, okay, having values and then this physical, almost physical needs that sometimes feel contrary to the values. Like even if it's just to say, okay, I want to do a lot, like some important work, but I'm exhausted. I need to sleep. Um, and somehow I wonder, and or, and more and more like having followed people around, like, okay, so what happens if you actually listen to your needs, both what happens to how honest you are about your values or how honest you are about your feelings or your um and also how you can fulfill or actually live what, what you are because there's also some like, sometimes I think there can be, this is who I wish I were. And then this is who I am. Totally. And um, somehow, I don't know exactly how this little voice that you mentioned is related to that, but there's something around this, um, okay if i 'm honest that i this is a need I have right now, mm-hmm. and I really wish i didn't have this need or if i i don 't know if i'm I think it's easiest with with some sort of feelings that we are that are not liked in society like i don 't know if i 'm jealous of someone and I have this value that i'm not jealous i i wish other people good things and i'm happy for them if they're in love or if they have the best job or all of these things and then but if i'm honest and like fearless jealousy i'm like ah and then there can be this okay i don't want to be jealous but i am jealous and there can be like this
1: right
0: fight within myself and then i find often that actually when when we when i allow myself to feel this that who i am like i wish i weren't jealous but i i am jealous right now i can have this wave it's like more like a wave and then i can also maybe see what's what does it mean besides i'm jealous of you for having these beautiful moon things hanging behind you for example yeah, um <laughs> right. um and like in the first i find like when it's like suppressed it's almost like i don't wish that you had the moons and if i allow myself to really like ah oh, he has these moons and then i'm like okay i want moons this can be like the next thing and then it doesn't have anything to do with you anymore besides or it does but then yeah like then 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 motion has inspiration instead of like then it's like okay how can i get moons hanging behind me on my wall um rather than i don't wish you didn't have them or something like that or i wish i had those exact ones yeah um but i find this is like really challenging like this needs question versus uh, values or or like as if higher higher values than like basic needs are kind of like as soon as you are safe and fed it especially i find if for people that have a certain level of wealth that they are safe and fed and then anything that is a need is almost like Like, or especially in this lefty community, I think it's like, I shouldn't need anything because I already have all these things and I should just be thankful, but I'm not always thankful. Mm -hmm. And then there's this like, ah, I still want more, Mm -hmm. even though I shouldn't want more.
1: Uh Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah i i agree i mean i think i i think that it's not so helpful to regulate like what i think i should and shouldn't feel i feel like i do sometimes but that part i feel like that i really want to throw away Mm. i think it's i think it's way more about than what i do and don't do after those feelings
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and even there like the question about needs or not is very confusing right like when does a need when does a desire flip over into a need and in extreme circumstances being really hungry isn't even a sufficient need you know it's like you're hungry great we're 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 running from that fire over there or yeah. whatever like it doesn't matter that you're hungry yeah. Yeah. like it's yeah. a more immediate thing and so That's true.
0: That's a very important aspect actually to consider basically consider the environment we're in. Right? Like that in a way it's relative at the same time as it's very individual. Yeah. What integrity means in the moment.
2: Yeah. Totally. Well and and it's it's environmental, it's sort of like also a little bit like what's the sort of like communal or cultural expectations that you find yourself in? Like, right. Like I think one of the things that are really fascinating about sort of like zombie movies or whatever, (laughs) is that like, The norms, the expectations of how people are going to treat each other that we're used to have all been suspended. How so? Well, it's sort of like, I mean, I guess it depends on the specific context of the zone. (laughs) Just in the sense of like, yeah, anyone might take anything from anyone else. Like it's just you know it's like everyone for themselves just these kind of like post apocalyptic environments where it's kind of um, I don't know I, I what am I trying to say I think I think that I think it's my sense and it's my sense that it's a lot of people's sense that the that the like ethics of a of one's choice making inside of a sort of like seemingly functioning society with a significant amount of societal wealth and functioning commercial systems is like one set of things um and then i think it's another but like just to be concrete right like and, and i okay this is actually a helpful example cuz i think it ties a couple of these things together like it's my expectation that a shopkeeper is going to give me the thing i just paid for and it's like not going to be a fight <laughs> yes. Right. But if I was like trading with someone in the middle of like a sort of post apocalyptic wasteland and I gave them the goods and they didn't give me the thing, I probably should be prepared for that because who knows? Like, I don't know who that person is. There's no state that's going to like, you know, like, so mm-hmm. I don't even know how we got here. How does this relate to integrity? It's just, <laughs> it's very contextual. It's very contextual. And I think, yeah. And I think it, I think this conversation is having me feel like, right. It's, it's all that much more about like, what are our own expectations for ourselves? What are other expectations we've sort of like reasonably led people to have and how are we relating to those? Mm. But I don't think that solves some of the core problems you're naming, which is like, how do I know if this is a legitimate need? I don't know.
0: And maybe we can't.
2: Yeah, maybe we can't.
0: Maybe we can own like, I don't know. I find, you know, sometimes afterwards you're like, ah, this was not really needed. Right. Like, before it feels like really important, necessary, whatever. Yeah. But there I think there or I am coming more and more to this conclusion where maybe not even conclusion temporary understanding of it <laughs> that it's you know in a way there's a lot of trial and error and from yeah and and yeah of course like we can maybe the more we live or the more we experiment with this, we can have a sense for what feels right or what feels, I mean, we learn, at least I hope I do, learn more and more to distinguish, okay, was this really so necessary or wasn't it, like from previous experiences, and then Mm -hmm. being able to apply them on... New experiences, but like this has come up in a previous conversation. Like in a way, integrity is is often questioned, or is a question in places where it's obviously not clear, and where it's either new because I do something new and I'm expanding into a new field, or because someone else is doing something new, or and then it's like finding this basis, right?
1: Mm mm-hmm
2: Right? Yeah, I mean, maybe sometimes it's helpful to get someone else's opinion.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. And I like for the examples that you gave in the beginning from like not returning a book for example, or something like this. There is something in that where, um, or let me say this as a question, like where is it that you feel like your integrity is questioned, actually, which is the moment of it that makes you like, which is actually a challenging part of this whole situation.
2: hmm I think that's what we're saying. I think it's whatever the moment is that I feel like I've broken kind of whatever the explicit or implicit agreement is.
1: hmm
2: You know? I don't know. He's not... He, he, yeah, and I think that like one feeling of not having my integrity tends to invite others, right? Like it can also be the moment that I'm like feeling really bad about something else. That I'm also uh, like, oh yeah, I also didn't do this. Oh yeah, I also didn't do that. It's like that place is really good at remembering other pieces of evidence to be like, you're no good, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah.
0: And somehow it sounds like there, there's like then instead of feeling like shit, I didn't want to do this or shit, like feeling the shame that might come with this or the momentary guilt or whatever it is, instead of feeling that you feel the internal scolding or the, like the judgment, like you are D.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'd probably call that shame.
0: Hmm. Hmm, interesting.
2: Or it's like or maybe that's my internal narratives like reaction to shame. Mm. Yeah, shame is a is a funny echo chamber. It can be hard to distinguish the different voices I hear from a place of shame. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, integrity, boy—the <laughs> shining golden light from the inside, right? Mm-hmm. It's. I feel like. I feel like maybe part of. I'm thinking about how it, it can be really hard to know, and i and about how, in many places in time people have sort of, posited the idea of a supreme being that can sort of judge us and judge all our actions and like give us an outcome. Mm -hmm. And I really get why that's compelling from a variety of reasons, including the fact it would be nice to just like have an answer,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 Because if if you're not, if you don't, then you have these moments of uncertainty to swim through. And kind of be like, I don't know. I guess here, maybe there, though. Right. Mm. Right.
2: And then it gets meta, too, where it's sort of like, oh, yeah, I'm not someone who is always in my integrity. Yeah. Like, there's something a little bit, like, helps me be in my integrity to be real about that. You know? Oh, yeah, I make mistakes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, like, I do things that I regret afterwards. Mm-hmm. That felt really right in the moment.
1: hmm right.
0: Like, eh. Yeah. Ooh. So do you have, if you now were to invite others to practice something or experiment with something that you practice, mm-hmm. to come to this place of a long spine or Mm -hmm. a sense of integrity when when they want to basically Mm -hmm. (laughs) either just because it's a nice exercise or because there's a moment of in this sea of uncertainty (laughs) or something else what uh, what is a practice or a resource or something that you would like to share with the people listening
2: there's um well i'm thinking about there's a there's a prayer there's a jewish prayer that um is part of the morning prayers and uh i'm in i'm in the practice of saying it pretty regularly i like to have like a little bit of like a sit like a moment to sit and sometimes i'll like sing or um something like that either with by myself or with my partner and um Anyway, the words translate as basically, um, you know, like God or whatever, whatever word you want to use there. Um, the, the soul that you placed within me, uh, she is pure. Mm. And it's just a really nice, and, and there's kind of like a little bit of a play on words because the word for soul is connected to breath and, and yes. like singing, and like the, 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 this particular melody they use, like holds a note for a really long time. So you're like really like pushing it out there. Um, and there's something about like, like singing, using like getting this activated, sitting, like sort of contemplating. This idea of like, okay, the soul inside me, for whatever I'm doing, the soul inside me is pure. Like, how do I, like, touch back into that? That can be a source of like regenerating.
0: Hmm. Nice. And, so, and can you can you would you say the words not translated?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the Hebrew, it's um, Elohai Nishmash and Um hmm. Elohai, my God. the the soul that you place within me she is pure
0: Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. very nice words Mm -hmm. thank you this is a new twist
2: Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. yeah it's really good I really like I really singing singing prayer, singing, singing, prayer, this kind of like intersectional place, like singing, singing from a place of like really seeking to like embody intention and connect in with like what I'm feeling or information that's coming. This is like a relatively new practice in my life, but one that I find really helpful. Nice, Mm -hmm.
0: thank you for sharing that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks for asking.
0: Is there anything else you would like to add? Or,
2: um, Mm. I think mostly just like a lot of gratitude for. I think a lot of these lessons come from, of course, my own life and reflection on it, but also I think it's um just like teachers and friends and mentors and thinking about um yeah i'm thinking about the somatics work i've done i'm i'm thinking about um yeah like friends of color that have had conversations with me about racism i think about a lot of women in my life that have like checked me or uh, like talk to me about gender and the space that i'm taking up and like i think i think that learning these kinds of lessons are for me happen almost entirely like through conversation or or through just like actually like not being an integrity and let and having people let me know mm-hmm. and then, like, seeing what i do with it you know mm-hmm. so I, I i think it's a real act of generosity when someone can Can do that in a way that then also continues to like invite sustained connection, you know. Mm. So I just sort of want to give a shout out to the many people that I feel like have contributed to what I've learned so far.
0: Mm. Nice, thank you, Mm. and thank you for agreeing to talking to me today. I'm very happy that you joined this project.
2: Me too thanks for the invite
0: um, and uh, yeah this I, I would end the conversation here for today um, it was nice talking to you and thank you for your curiosity and listening to conversations about integrity again there will be two more episodes in this season and I Look forward to present to you the next speaker in two weeks. For now, I just wish you a wonderful weekend or day or evening, whatever comes up for you next. Ciao!